0: I'm Amy. Hey, I'm Erica. Sorry we missed you at Happy Hour this week. Oh yeah, you weren't there. Bummer.
1: But no worries, we've got you covered. Yeah, we're rewinding this week's Happy Hour chat. The dish
0: on pop culture, true crime, hot topics in the news, and of course, podcasts. So, pour yourself a glass and cheers! cheers. You're listening to Happy Hour Rewind. Cheers, everybody! Welcome back to Happy Hour Rewind. I'm Amy. That's Erica. Hey guys, and uh, we're here to do another show. This is the show you missed,
1: Happy Hour, guys. But no but worries, we're not that mad at you. Not that mad. Thanks for coming back to listen, and we'll catch you up on everything you missed. We have so many stories oh my God, this week. So many things to talk about. So
0: much to talk about. How 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 is you doing? Um, how are well, you being? I'm no longer with cold. <laughs> yes, you finally have a clear voice. Yeah, I
1: did exactly what I wanted. I just woke up one day and then by like 2 o'clock I was like, hey, hey everybody, I'm not sick anymore. Everybody come listen to how healthy I am. You start singing in the office. Right, but then I did definitely coughed later and I was like, oh, there it is. Oh, but oh. I'm feeling so much better and it was like, never thought I was going to see this other side.
0: You always, like that constant, you know, joke that you see on the internet. Yeah. When you Have a stuffy nose. Yes. Like I'm so sorry to my left nostril for never appreciating you when You're you weren't so stuffed <laughs> up. So ungrateful
1: for like <laughs> for breathing for breathing both. normally. And <laughs> when I finished like my second round of Mucinex, I was like, "Do not go back for your third. Like, be cool about it. Let it run its course." I took a lot of like probiotic shots. Those are yeah. those tiny little juice shots outside of yeah, the they fridge were for a week. Up, yeah, yes,
0: they were on sale. I saw them.
1: They were Bogo. So I was like, "What is this going to hurt?"
0: It didn't obviously, and I told you. I said, just have faith. One day you will wake up healthy. It, it was good. No. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm good. It's it's a Tuesday, Lemon. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Um, I had a three day weekend, and I feel like it wasn't enough. Uh huh. It was almost just enough for me to be like, yay, I'm on vacation. Oh no, wait, nope, that's over with. So a little bit of a downer, but not not downing about podcasting. I'm actually. I am just really loving this new format and yeah. having so much fun recalling all of our funny, um, outrageous happy hour conversations. Yeah.
1: I was with my parents this weekend. They were staying over on the Gulf Coast mm-hmm. in this town called Dunedin. I want to call it Dunedin. I'm wrong. Which does sort doesn't happen up and down it was Dunedin, Florida. So, so, so it's my bad. if you know where Clearwater is, it's just a little bit past. Yeah. Cute-ass town 41 breweries. I Hello. mean, such an amazing time. But, like, we were sitting at some brewery, having a beer, sharing flights, and my dad goes, you changed the podcast again? And I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, hi, Daddy. I did. I was like, but we're doing so great. And it's just, I explained to him, like, this is so much more fun. It's
0: our, it's our bag.
1: Yeah, it has, Kelly, feels right. As Kelly Dodd would say, this is our
0: jam. Kelly... Dodd is always 17 years too late to a party, isn't she? 100%. Her (laughs) taglines need to be tested and adjusted prior to uh, the season. Can we do real quick some late-breaking Bravo news? Yes, we can. So the news broke today that Jill Zarin... Is returning Jill Zarin. I'm sorry, Jill as she, Zarin. As she pronounces it, is returning to as a full time Apple holding cast member to the Real Housewives of New York City. And I don't know how we feel about it. Indifferent. I feel like she really pissed off Andy
1: Cohen. Yes. and that they're just trying to bring back an OG to fill the Bethany Frankel void. And right. I don't know Jill Zarin anymore, and Do, I don't care to. Yeah,
0: it's like Jill Zarin don't know her. I don't know what she's going to bring to the table. and Well, can you agree that when the show started, she was the queen bee? Yes. But since then… She runs in a very elite crowd. Right. Which was her tagline. <laughs> it's true. It was. <laughs> and, you know, her life is definitely different. Yeah. You know, since, since she was on first. And I… Here's the thing. It just feels like… It, maybe, maybe it actually will be good because there will be such a turf war in the wake of Bethany… The current queen, uh-huh. um, Ramona, is gonna think she's got that spot. Luann is gonna think that she's got that spot, and here comes Jill trying to take back her original crown. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god, is it gonna be like Game a, of Thrones tagline? Cro- Game of Crowns? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, of course, For this I'll season. watch.
1: It's my favorite and only Real Housewives. I still watch. I know there are so many like cities out there, you and I'm like just running. Shit. Jump ship, jump ship to below deck because I'll watch every below deck you throw my way. It's
0: so good this season. It's I thought they could not top last season's just straight up below deck. Uh huh. But so far, I did you watch last night's yet? I I have not yet. That Merida girl, she's a hot mess. (laughs) The little duck hand Abby with all that red hair. I call her Merida. Oh, everyone calls her Merida. She's so (laughs) so funny, and they're always so drunk. They are always very, very drunk. Seriously. Which is fun for all of us, as are the Roni girls. Of
1: course. But speaking of drinks, yes. Amy, is let's it get time? at it. It's time for Drink of the Week.
0: Cheers, my Cheers. friend. Cheers. What are you having at this week's happy hour? You know, uh, the weather has finally started to be fallish here yes. in Central Florida. Florida so, fall. Florida fall. So I'm having a red wine. Uh huh. Apothic Crush. How is it? So smooth, nice. I'll let you taste it. Do you want to taste it? Yeah. So live on air. I think anybody that has had like, shopped for wine in the last five oh, years, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, has seen Apothic, and then they came out with like Apothic Dark. Uh huh. So it's just a red blend. Yeah. But this Apothic Crush has like this like really sexy looking like the label's red, are really sexy as hell. Yeah, super sexy. So you know, it was on sale today. So I'm trying the. I don't typically like red blends, to be honest with you. Yes, I, and I've had the regular apothic before and been like very meh uh-huh. about it. <laughs> well, and I say that I don't like red blends, but if you throw me a Meritage or a oh, Pinotage, I'm like, oh, so fancy. But really, it's still mutt wine. <laughs> oh, I got a red
1: the other day, and I was like, do I want this? It was like seven dollars, and I flipped the label over, and it was like forty three percent Pinot Noir. Thirty percent syrah and then like another percent like shiraz and I was like I will absolutely love this wine and did you? It was so good. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. I can't remember who it was. What are you having tonight? I'm having a pinot noir by Mark West. Oh, that is such an it's easy a drinkable such wine. A great pinot noir, but the black label of his. Have you ever had that one? I think I've only had the Ooh, yellow label. Black label. Ooh. Can I say lush? You can.
0: And I did. Lush for lushes, like we are. Yes,
1: exactly. They should make that their tagline. What are they doing? Do you want to start up a a vineyard and wine and just – Happy Hour Vineyard? (laughs) (laughs) You have nothing to do Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, right? Rewind wine. (gasps) Nailed it. Rewind.
0: (laughs) Rewind. Be be kind. drink Drink wine. Be kind. Rewind. Rewind. Oh. Rewind. That's where oh, I was I going. You yeah, got to hear it at oh, first. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the imaginary D consonant on the end. Yeah, be kind.
1: Rewind. Oh, my
0: God. Guys, I am so excited
1: for you to come to our vineyards. It's $500 to tour because we need money. Oh, we're
0: going to we turn need this the startup fun. We need to write a business plan, my girl. <laughs> my ladies, we need to go on Shark Tank. Do you think we might also come up with a liquor brand that we could take shots from? I do think we could figure that out. What would your liquor be of choice? Uh, you know I don't do shots. I only do I fireball I and know. tequila if I'm really drunk. Basically I was trying to transition into I know. <laughs> talking about what our shots of the week are. Yes. What would you shoot your shot on? Uh,
1: I mentioned I was in Dunedin this past weekend. Yes And did. we did, like I said, there's 41 bars and if you hit off 41 mm-hmm. you get a very expensive t-shirt. Because they
0: stamp your passport. <laughs> like food and wine. <laughs> exactly. It's like you either got like a $100 t-shirt and 41 free beers. Uh-huh. Or you bought 41 beers and you got the shittiest t-shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you want to think about it in the, Yeah. Like, know?
1: what way do you want to look at this? So <laughs> um, my dad was all in and my mom was like, if I look at one more beer, I'll kill myself. Like, she was like, I'm done with all of this drinking. Carbo loaded. Oh, my God. 100%. But we stopped off at this one place. It was Two Lions winery and Palm Harbor Brewery. That was like, it was a long name. It was a true house shack on, the, on a side street mm-hmm. in Palm Harbor, which is honestly on the other traffic on the other side of the traffic light from Dunedin. They'd be like, oh, you got to okay. check up this brewery up the road in Palm Harbor. You're like driving, like you're thinking you're going to go 30 minutes, and it was two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> they had a beer that – we had to come back for again at the end of the night after we had done other breweries. Uh-huh. Guys, don't judge me. It's a brown ale called PB&J. Sounds fucking gross. It was the most amazing beer I've ever had in my entire life. So it was truly say. a peanut butter beer. Mm. Everyone's like, oh, it sounds like a dessert beer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it was light. Like, you could have had five. And just every t- – <laughs> I wanted to, but they wouldn't let me have a growler to go. Or I would wondering? have been drinking it because I was like, oh, drink of the week. Ah, uh, yeah. I was really gunning for some. it. It was so light and crisp and refreshing, mm. but when you would lift it to your nose, peanut butter. I I don't bear know if you could with me. me on that. Uh, it, I'm, here's the thing: I don't need to sell you. The beer will sell itself fair. if you took a sip, like That's it was that fair. good. And then my dad had a chocolate porter, mm-hmm. and then the lady came over with a mix. Of chocolate porter and this peanut butter brown ale. That was really, really good. Like a Reese's cup. Uh I mean, my parents looked at me and they were like, so from Orlando, this is like an hour and a half drive. And I'm like, oh yeah, each way. And like, so how do we get you (laughs) to come over and get growlers and drive back home for Thanksgiving and Christmas? And I was like on it.
0: I'll do it, whatever it
1: takes. This beer was the greatest thing I've had in so long. The The weekend getaway was really lovely and great sure. for the soul. Just like a really nice beach getaway. But that beer was just chef's kiss. <laughs> Piste resistance. All right. I will miss that
0: beer. You're dreaming of it. Uh, yearning for it. Every single day. Writing it love letters. Uh, yeah. Poems. I'll start an Instagram account for it. I don't care. It's that good. Maybe you should start an Insta. Just for a peanut butter beer. Mm -hmm. My love notes to a peanut butter beer. It's not weird. Don't use any eggplant emojis on it. We'll get to that. Yeah. Amy, what's your shot this week? So my shot this week is, uh, first of all, I just have to be true to myself and mention that (laughs) 90 Day Fiance new season premiered on Sunday and they are delivering. It's so good. It's season seven of, like, real 90 Day Fiance. Uh Uh-huh. And I kind of feel like I missed my shot because one of the dudes is from Winter Park, Florida. Oh. Which is, you know, just up by four from here. And he's an Uber driver. Uh Uh-huh. And so his girl is from Dominican Impro- Republic. So I'm not saying, like, I miss the chance to be with him because I don't want to <laughs> be with him. But I, you know, feel like I've taken enough Ubers around the Central Florida area that how have I never been in this guy's car. Yeah. He said he has had Shaq in his car. Oh, probably. Shaquille O'Neal of the Big Feet. Yeah. and He the, lives and here. And or the, used to live here. And the basketball career. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my real shot of the week, though, is uh, attending – I, last year when we did this podcast and it was called Podcast Rewind, Uh I brought up that I attended this charity event called um, uh, Dogs and Beer, Drinking with the Dogs, but Essentially, it's a a charity called Greyhounds in Motion that supports the adoption of retired racing greyhounds. And this was a fundraiser for them at a brewery downtown in Orlando. Um, Talking about my parents. My mom, as I've said, has moved to Florida. She has a retired racing greyhound. Um, It's Such a beautiful breed of dog. I love it so much. I can't wait to have my own one day. Uh Um, And the amazing thing, too, is that Florida has actually banned Greyhound Racing. And it will be completely um, out by, I think, 2020. It's so, really, like, next so, year. Well, and I'm kind of freaking out. Like, the retired dogs are all getting adopted. When am I going to get mine? Oh. But, in fact, over in Europe, there are still uh, dog racing communities, and those dogs need to be saved. Okay, that's so good. So, one of the founders of Greyhound in Motion, Greyhounds in Motion has shipped over a bunch of dogs from Spain recently. Wow. But they're still working to... Do they um, bark differently? Like, hold well, Greyhounds don't bark. Oh, they don't right. make any noise. They're so that's quiet, right. and these are more whippet sized, and they're <gasps> called they're called galgos. Uh huh. That's the Spanish name for them, and so they're not really whippets. They're not really greyhounds. They're a little bit smaller, um, and they're called uh, galgos. But they have that very sleek body type, still um, very muscular. They're you know still running, hunting. They're hounds. Yeah. Um, they're so beautiful, and just anybody, if you're looking for a great house pet, like consider. consider a retired racing Greyhound, but I always love attending Greyhound events. It's really... My favorite thing I did this week. Oh, good! Yay! I'm so happy for you. Thank you. There's a whole brewery of doggos. Exactly. My allergies would have been out. the No, you you wazoo. really can't handle it. But beer and dogs. So we had our dog, and she's making friends with the other dogs. And so, Cute. like you know, dogs are just sniffing everywhere. And it's like you just hold your hand out, and you just scratch. You just scratch heads of doggies and butts of doggies, and it's just dogs so fantastic. And then you have a beer. They had a food truck there with just fucking great burgers. It's just like stand-up event cool. at Greyhounds in Motion. Look them up on Insta, you guys. It's a great, great organization. Nice. Well, I'm glad
1: you did a good shot. Thanks. You're welcome. So should we bring the people in and share with them the things that they missed at this week's happy hour? Let's
0: rewind. Let's rewind it. Some, some HHs. It.
1: And guys, I want to quickly touch upon the most ridiculous news story that we saw this week. Is it ridiculous or is it redonkulous? I'm going to make this joke, and I don't mean to say it, but it's very par for the course. <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is to get out of sharing his taxes with New York City, President Trump has decided to declare himself a Floridian.
0: He and, and Melania. He
1: and Melania, to which many of people on the internet said, oh, wait a minute. Is Trump <laughs> Florida man?
0: Question <laughs> mark. Trump is nothing if he's not a Florida man. I mean, it's so fitting Um, the, the Florida man of it all. The memes, the Twitter account. You can
1: literally go to at Florida man on Twitter and get some of the greatest stories. Or if you're interested to learning what did Florida man do on your day of birth, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Florida man, and then your birthday, and you just get these great stories because so much craziness happens in the state that every headline is just Florida man rides gator through the swamp or (laughs) Florida man gets naked at Taco Bell. (laughs) knocks himself out on counter right florida man screams for pizza during standoff with swat team like it's so crazy the things that happen in florida which is already by the way a dead joke i'm tired of comedians being like stupid florida
0: like shut up really i never tire of it i'm always always down to laugh at ourselves Well,
1: i think i hate when comedians are like
0: oh my god florida's so gross and disgusting like Fuck okay. Off. Well, no. Fuck off. But, yeah. But to say that we're you know insane because of the heat is truth and not not accurate. Always funny. All right. So Trump is a Florida man. hashtag I guess hashtag Florida man equals President Trump. Go home. Okay. Um, we would like to ban President Trump from Florida, would we not? I would love to do so. Do you think the service, uh, Secret Service could come after me for that?
1: I hope um, not. Freedom of speech. True story. Took a um, super class in it and it
0: threatened the asshole. <laughs> Anyway, what by I'm By the trying- way, they're not listening. <laughs> no, not to this. No. I, I'm trying to talk about banning in general, though, because that's the next thing that we've been discussing so much it's over our really happy hour. really popping up lately. So many different kinds of internet banning that is still not encroaching on First Amendment rights nope. of freedom of speech, but then again is also this, like, it's microaggressive and it's all about a lot of um, – um crowd what's the Sourcing? Or, well like you know like the cancel culture it's it's adjacent it's a to little cancel culture cancel culture
1: but it's a little bit more put upon with rules. Yes. Whereas cancel culture is we as a people, the court of public opinion decides you're done. Right. But this kind of banning we're talking about, so first and foremost, Twitter is really banning a lot of things lately. And number one thing that Twitter and not so much Twitter, but
0: Instagram does a lot of shadow banning. Right. So, you so this can, is a term that you taught me, yeah. but I've been seeing it. It's one of those things like, I've never heard of this before. Yeah. You told me about it and now I see it everywhere. Yeah, the universe is bringing it to you like left and right. Shadow banning is when you have
1: violated the terms and conditions of Instagram and people have reported your profile profile reported your photos or your Instagram stories. And Instagram isn't going to take you down just yet, but they're going to make you unsearchable and untaggable. So if Amy, if you were shadow banned, I would not be able to look up at I'm Amy Randolph. I wouldn't be able to search Amy Randolph. I wouldn't be able to tag you in any of our posts. But if I was following you, I could go find you. And this shadow ban is basically like the first hand slab. And I saw it when Jackie Schimmel – a fellow podcaster of the Bitch Bible was starting to get shadow banned because people were reporting her for bullying and the bullying was her being out with her girlfriends taking photos and being like, look at these hoes having martinis and people just started reporting her, got her shadow banned and then got her booted from Instagram and it's clearly a bullying like reporting of her but it kicked back up the concept of shadow banned.
0: Right, and well in these things don't happen, you know, so when you brought that to my attention, I went, oh, I'm watching shadow band stuff happen on the Instagram accounts that I follow. I just didn't know there was a term for it. So, you know, I already, you guys know that I watch a lot of 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup, all those trashy, trashy reality shows that I love. And from them come a ton of these Instagram handles where they put out funny memes. Yeah. They make fun of the cast members. They make fun of the situations. And what's been starting to happen is the cast members themselves see this and they don't like it. So they get their followers to en masse report for bullying or inappropriate content or whatever. And then these handles get this shadow ban. Yeah. So because I follow them, I'll still see them in my news feed but what they're realizing is they're not getting any new followers anymore. Or engagement, and, or engagement, exactly. So, and I've noticed, you know, a post that would on a certain handle would have, um, ten thousand likes. I'm seeing like fifty or sixty, maybe seventy likes. Yeah, and I can even notice that it's weird. So then I saw a lot of these posters start to put out, like, I'm getting shadow banned because ex-cast member is having all of their followers report me. Crazy. So by the numbers, so that's what I was trying to talk about <laughs> earlier, like, relating it to cancel culture. Uh-huh. It's just it is. Just because the masses have gotten together. <gasps> Whoa, you guys. You guys there Amy's sh- jumping, but uh, yeah, there's well, a little bit of a thunderstorm going on outside. They had to have heard that thunder. That was a loud crack. Go crash. find out when we play it back. Well, my blood pressure just jumped. <laughs> Um, Anyway, so it's it's cancel culture-ish. It's adjacent. It's It's adjacent. adjacent. It's
1: still just some kind of craziness where we as consumers think that we own celebrities and then can, like, take them
0: down because we built them up. Well, you could just ignore them. Yeah, that's my whole thing about it is that, you know, if you don't like someone's content, just don't follow it. Yeah. You know, I don't understand who really has the time and the energy to take somebody else down. I got I got a job. Right. And, you know, these posters uh, – are just And, you know, Jackie Schimmel is just doing her. Yeah. And it's for the people that kind of think the way that she does yeah. and find that stuff entertaining. And the posters that I follow, them making snarky memes about the cast. Like, I understand that the cast are real people. Yeah. But I also really have no sympathy for people who sign up for reality shows and then can't take... You know, criticism. criticism. Yeah. I also understand that social media has made it a lot more harsh and that they can see that criticism about themselves, but still I have zero sympathy. Did you see
1: that Barack Obama came out this week and gave a speech about cancel culture and was like, you I guys need to calm down, literally. And was like, you're just getting into a really bad space and a place. And, like, the concept of cancel culture is bad. Taylor Swift came out and talked about it yeah. how, like, we're basically telling people, you don't matter anymore. You could literally go kill yourself and I wouldn't care. It has such negative undertones that if somebody does one thing we don't like, all of a sudden hashtag Taylor Swift is over party or mm-hmm. all of these things. And it's like, guys, just it's don't. Go to your job. Hug your baby. Be with your family. See your friends. Go to a happy hour. But just – it's not necessary to behave in
0: this negative way because – it spreads like wildfire, the negativity. Exactly. Well, that's when it's so reactive and it does spill over. It flashes over and then we've got this whole mass of people that are mad about nothing. Guys, yeah. it was an innocuous Instagram post and now Instagram is out here having to police this pettiness yeah. and instituting this like, okay, we'll, we'll brown out your account, not black out your yes. account or you know, we'll kind of choke you off at the head. And I don't really know what Instagram thinks – you know, what the corporation thinks that they're helping. Like, maybe this person will learn their lesson and come back with better posts. Or do they think, we're just going to choke this person out till they quit? No clue. I don't, yeah, see, like, I can't really understand what they think they're accomplishing with shadow I banning. I reach out to Mark.
1: Yeah, sure. I'll just send him a DM.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Perfect. Well, while you're at it, why don't you ask him about his other latest ban that he's got going on?
0: Guys, I love this one. This is the best. (laughs) Fucking love it. Facebook
1: and Instagram are now banning the eggplant and peach emojis (laughs) when used in a sexual way.
0: So I just saw a headline last week that I told Erica about like... Facebook and Instagram banning the peach emoji and the eggplant emoji. And guys, I like to explain things, but I'm not going to explain this one. If you don't know what people are using the peach and the eggplant for, you have the Google. Yeah, take it Um, to the Googs. So I saw this headline last week, and I was like, Erica, we all still have those buttons on our phones. Like, how are they going to... Ban it. Are they going to find a way to set an algorithm that just, you know, like. Have you met a nerd? Deletes it. But no, but I, so I read an (laughs) (laughs) article. So, and you just said it, but I read an article today that says like. So they can't actually stop you from using no, the yeah. emoji, but if they deem that you're using it in a sexually explicit way, Correct. that basically they'll shadow ban you. Yeah. They will flag you, and if you don't knock it off, they'll turn off your account. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was oh, about to God, tell you running. I
1: saw a flash <laughs> of lightning, and I wanted to give you a heads up. You, can you give me like a high sign or something <laughs> next time? Maybe. <laughs> so again, we are using a blanket as a curtain, so it's not exactly see-through.
0: Yeah. Well, you'd have to tell the people that. <laughs> we posted it on our...
1: Yeah, we Instagram, did. that we were using our podcast rewind blanket as a curtain to remind us of how far we've come. Where we
0: started. Yes. Our first love. So, yeah, so
1: I am loving the band of those two emojis because, like, honestly, Mark, you can take those emojis from my cold, dead hands. Because then also, iOS came out with new emojis, and one is a woman on her knees. Oh, can't wait I for mean, that. One. I mean, shit. Come on now. What the fuck
0: are we doing over there? She at ain't praying, let me tell you. <laughs> she ain't using those knees for Jesus. <laughs> Have you
1: found him because
0: that visco, visco girl still lost, lost him.
1: <laughs> So another thing that's being banned, and this is actually a good thing.
0: Yeah, but again, the internet is just so fun this week.
1: Yes. So the last thing we want to talk about that's being banned is pol- political ads on Twitter. And this is good, I think. I think that, you know, Jack and the crew at Twitter are attempting to course correct from allowing a lot of really bad accounts on Twitter.
0: Yeah, do you think that they're trying to stop uh, foreign interference anymore by just cutting it all off? Yeah. Saying no political ads on Twitter. And again, I don't know how they're policing this. Are they going to run some sort of algorithm that catches certain keywords Mm -hmm. and deems a um, tweet political? Or do they rely on the community to report political ads as political? So this is truly... Ads that you would purchase. So okay. we've done
1: ads before on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. That has to go through an approval process. Oh, I see what you mean. It's those kind of ads. So it's I not can still much tweet. tweet about politics. You most certainly can tweet about politics, so but Trump can still tweet, is what you're telling me. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. He should yeah. get shadow banned. Do he most certainly need to be shadow banned? Him. I'm confident he's being reported on the daily. But yeah, this is truly people who are paying for ads. Okay, and I get so it now. that's where it's going to be banned. And there's an easy. Way to look at the ad and be like, that's political. Out. I think it's step one. I think it's also a cover-up for our not kicking things off correctly or not saying like, oh, we're sorry we've allowed so many neo-Nazis on mm-hmm. online. Like, we'll do something about it. I think this is a good – it's a Band-Aid. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a waterproof Band-Aid. I don't know what kind of Band-Aid this is. I also just think Jack and the crew over at Twitter have their hands full. He's a little bit of a hot mess because he's yeah. a tech – Genius, but he's not a CEO. Right. And he is CEO in a company, but he's truly a tech guy. Those guys should be, they should have business managers. They should have more people at the top. And he's trying to run so many things. And I think he's just asked backwards with so many
0: well, and things they, he's come he up with. And Mark Zuckerberg are still refusing to acknowledge that they're um media organizations. Oh yeah. They call themselves just networking or social. I I've, saw the great hack, y'all. I was just yeah. gonna ask you. Do you think Twitter would have gone this far and enacted this policy without the great Hack documentary? No, I
1: think that oftentimes documentaries that get kicked up into a pop culture sense that really take on a life of their own have... um, a trickle-down effect into other places. I So I'll bring up Blackfish.
0: Yeah. The Blackfish documentary exactly. about, you know, SeaWorld. We here in Orlando really saw the hit on SeaWorld yeah. for several years. I'm not sure if they fully recovered from that. They're and, you know, getting
1: there, but it, they took a huge downturn. Supersize me. You can't supersize anything at McDonald's anymore. That's true, yeah. Fat-sick and nearly dead. The juicing industry went off like sure did, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's so many of those things fed up. Sugar's being cut everywhere. I don't doubt that the Great Hack made everybody sit up. Who watched it? Mm-hmm. And who? And I try to preach it to everybody. Listen, me too. Trying to preach it to my relatives that are doing this bullshit. Be like, <laughs> have you seen the Great Hack?
0: That is fake news. It's so like fake the news. actual definition of fake news, not the Trump definition. Yes,
1: exactly. So stop sharing. I do it. think that, like I said, this is step one. It's not perfect, mm-hmm. but this is the one ban. I'm actually
0: okay with. And at least it's something. Yes. You know, Twitter's Assuming, over That's I mean. It's a here. band-aid, but we're getting there. Well, but Twitter's over here trying to make a massive change to how they run their business, and Mark Zuckerberg's like, no more eggplant emoji.
1: That's what I mean. Like, we're so fucking st- – really, that is not
0: our cross to it's die on. It is. Like, we have more important things to tackle right now, Mark. Bigger fish to fry. Well, speaking of the social media world. Yes. I was so excited to get this one. Okay.
1: You know, back with, like, the election that didn't go our way, that we would have loved. Did not, did Um, not, did not. A saying came out. Um, Liberals were then, were... Snowflakes. Snowflakes. And kind of labeled as soft and, oh, you want your participation trophy and millennials. And, you know, the snowflake terminology came out that a lot of older people were assigning to the younger generation. Well, recently, snowflakes are... Fighting back, and they're fighting back hard. Yes. So when old people say shit on the internet, the new response is, "Okay, boomer." <laughs> Just so funny. And your mom posted something on Facebook. She did. I
0: saw a handful of things. And my mom is a baby boomer. Yes, but also a snowflake. <laughs> yes. And so you know, it really is. It's it's so the response of a millennial to a baby boomer you know, we've been seeing these tweets and memes for years that we love when it's like, uh, you see the boomer in the meme complaining like, back in my day, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, meanwhile, like, the millennials like, yeah, you have to hit control, alt, delete. <laughs> right. You know, like, you then, have to print a PDF. You have to print a PDF. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just the kind of truncation yeah. of oh, all yeah. of that when the baby boomers are out there. The Pamelas. Uh, you know, like, last week we had – Pamela. It's, it's a gay bar, Pamela. And okay, boomer. Would have been like the best next response. The next best response would have been a, okay, okay. boomer.
1: Well, the the here's where it becomes funny is, you know, being labeled a snowflake, the quote-unquote snowflakes are like, oh, no, that's rude, don't, and keep <laughs> going with their day. Boomers are now fighting back and are starting to say, this is ageism. This is as bad oh. as the N-word. Oh, come on now. And so Miriam Webster – put out a tweet today that was like, boomer, noun, and like the definition, like somebody who was born as a baby boomer, you know, in this time frame. Also, not the worst word in the world. That is still the N-word. To which they then also put out the tweet of John Mulaney Uh when he is talking about how like, you know how I know what the worst word is? Because we're saying boomer and we're not Not saying saying the the other word. word." Yes, And so – Okay, Boomer, sit the fuck down. Two can play at this game. And when Miriam Webster comes into play, everyone sit down.
0: They always win. They always win. I love (laughs) Miriam Webster and Wendy's The Hamburger Chain. Yes. Accurate. The best social media managers in the entire world. The sick burns that Wendy's lays upon these fools out here who try to (laughs) stop.
1: It's so. It's how they're not putting out little packs of aloe with like <laughs> the fries and ketchup. Like just by the way, here's some aloe vera because we are gonna hand you a sick bird.
0: Yeah. Search Wendy's tweets if you haven't. It, and it's it's something else. It's so good. I have something else that um, I think everybody should Google and look up after this. Yeah. Just like last last week we we already brought it up, but last week we had It's a Gay Bar, Pamela. Yeah. Something went viral overnight, and here we are laughing at this moron uh-huh. on the internet. You guys, we have another. Yay! We have Kids Bob Karen this week. Oh, Kids Bob Karen has hit the internet
1: with such fervor. I am part of a handful She's so of passionates. Facebook, um, Podcast groups, yes. Like guys, come join us over at Happy Hour Rewind. But I'm also hey! in a few other groups. One of them being the Morning Toast. And on November 1st, a fellow toaster, Chelsea Blair, posted, "Guys, I just had the wildest encounter of my life so far in New York City. I was riding in a lift. He cut somebody off, and then quote unquote Karen decided to do something about it. I hope you all enjoy this as much as I did, Kids Bob forever. So she." videotaped this woman
0: going on a rant in the middle of the street in new york right so her you know okay so we're actually you guys we can't help it there's no like rights associated so we're gonna play you the audio and chelsea by the
1: way fellow toaster
0: thank you so much proud of all of your success your hashtag team chelsea so okay right before you play it so like just to set up the scene west side of manhattan 2019 yeah exterior (laughs) One Lyft driver has maybe accidentally, maybe accidentally not cut off a woman who's driving her kids in the car. Yeah, they both stop at the same red light. Woman gets out of her car. Lyft passenger is involved in none of this, but nervous. But nervous. Shit's going down, and the video is captured as follows. Hello. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, really sorry. You are? No, it's my, it's my, it's my it fault. It is your fault.
1: Yeah, I know it's my fault. That's why I'm, I'm saying sorry.
0: Eh? She <laughs> thinks it's cute that her driver almost hit my kids, and she thinks she needs to take a video of it. Instead of apologizing like a saint, so stomping in the, in the middle okay. of the road is gonna help. You being a bitch is gonna help. I'm insane. I don't know. Calm down. Calm down.
1: It's, it's okay. Done. I'm sorry. He apologized. It's, it's my fault. It's he, apologized. My phone. he apologized. Yeah, I know. It's and
0: my... you know what? It, that didn't upset me. But yeah. the bitch ass hoe that told I'm you well. to calm down. What I'd like you to do is apologize instead of being a bitch. You're calling me, sorry, but you're calling me a bitch. I'll set set an example. I'm sorry. My kids
1: can't hear me calling you a bitch. Your window's open. They can't hear me because they're listening to kids bop. Honestly, Chelsea,
0: thank you so much for doing the Lord's work. My kids, I'm just from now on, when someone says something I don't like, I'm going to go, I'm sorry, I can't hear you because I'm listening to kids (laughs) bop.
1: All weekend long, in the toaster <laughs> Facebook group people were like making memes, and they're just like, "I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm listening <laughs> to Kids Bob." It's insane. It has this has hit BuzzFeed, TMZ. Oh
0: yeah, it's everywhere. It's it hit
1: every major network, and outlet, and Kids Bob Karen is just <laughs> coming for Chelsea still,
0: oh, saying yeah. like, "I'll
1: so, sue her," and like poor Chelsea, <laughs> just trying to get from point A to point B in her little lift yes. girl.
0: We're oh. team Chelsea for sure. Team
1: Chelsea all the way and also this woman, you have to look up the video because she's vile. She's sticking her tongue out at Chelsea. Oh, She's yeah. making these faces at her
0: we'll rage po- we'll and picture. makes me
1: think maybe you should not get back in your car and drive your children because I'm a little concerned
0: for your children's safety because her rage is insane. Well, that's – and she's so erratic. I mean, you got out of your car leaving your minor children inside of it in the streets of New York City yeah. to stick your head inside the passenger window of a stranger's vehicle. You know what? I was kept thinking when I was watching it, that dude could have just rolled up his so window at any time and squashed her fat, ugly neck <laughs> right in it. She is definitely going through some psychosis. And 100%. it's like, um someone needs to call, like – Check. You need to do a welfare check on her children. Right?
1: I have taken some crazy Ubers yeah. in my day. Ooh, girl. Guys, I've been in an Uber where the gentleman was just drinking mitts straight from the glass bottle.
0: That's a choice. I've had
1: another Uber driver ask if it was cool if she stopped off at the gas station to take care of her IBS and left well, the car running. Calls. But left the car running yeah. and charged us. For her IBS moment, uh-huh. I am seeing some things and every time, thankfully I'm with other people in the car, but we are just locking elbows and just holding each other tight and praying we get through it. safety it's numbers. It's You're in a stranger's car. Yeah. But you've made a, a social contract. Mm-hmm. You're cool. I'm cool. And you're already in that heightened state. Mm-hmm. And then a stranger comes in and starts that vitriol.
0: It's terrifying. Well, and that's something you know, we have that social contract between us and our rideshare drivers yeah. because the app knows I'm in this car. Yeah. The the driver's app knows that I'm in their car. So there's this like if something were to go amiss, we've got both of us have GPS yeah. on us, we can both report each other to the corporation, but like you can't account for kids Bob Karen no. coming in <laughs> out coming of in nowhere. Hot. Coming in hot Jeez, like that. Like,
1: <laughs> and uh, listen, I mean, I worked in New York City. I'll cut a car off like a jaywalk, but like to stop traffic and get out and t- accost another driver who apologized a handful of times mm-hmm. and then back up traffic. I She's got some oh, cojones. Nice.
0: <laughs> so, okay, just real quick. This is a little bit off topic, but one of my favorite memes of all time is like us in 2007. Don't talk to strangers. Yes. Never take rides from strangers. Twenty seventeen. Literally summon strangers from the internet for rides. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's like we've gone so, so really excited to see where
0: we are in twenty twenty seven. Really, really one eighty on that one. Right? Well we'll be hoverboarding in twenty twenty seven. Okay,
1: no, in eighth grade I was told we would be hoverboarding in two thousand. It's true. And
0: it's that didn't happen. That fell flat. Seconds from what I can't wait for. Well, the roaring say, 20s that are popping up next. I don't need kids Bob Karen on a hoverboard, I'll tell you <laughs> that nice. much. Fuck that noise. I mean, it's just, I just love a viral moment on the internet. I oh, love to yeah. talk to you about it. and We had to rewind it for y'all. And I love that so I kind of saw fun. it from
1: inception. Truly just somebody posting it organically in a Facebook group, and now it hit the news. It's and like
0: I, you were there first. You were at ground zero right? anyway.
1: I will say, that group, The Morning Toast, they have posted so many things in there that have gone on to E! News mm-hmm. or Us Weekly. Yeah. And they're like, where was my credit? Like, I was just posted in a Facebook group. Okay, really, Well, yeah, but then clearly, E! Us Weekly, everybody's like, got spies in there.
0: Oh, yeah, they've got their pulse and on they've that. They've got their pulse on it. And yeah. it's just like,
1: well, at least give Chels – now, thankfully for Chels, she's getting some credit. <laughs> but I also am concerned for her welfare and her safety. Mm-hmm. If she needs to come hide away in Orlando <laughs> and hang out on the pod couch, <laughs> in the pod <laughs> room, we, we will breath. take Chelsea on. Absolutely. Nothing but love. Reach out. Toasty vibes only. (laughs) But a couple weeks ago, you know, we did introduce you on the show this
0: week to what we like to call our segment that we don't have all the time. But when it calls for it. It calls for it. This is a story based on a true happy hour.
1: And this is one that was a happy hour that Amy and I had like together a last minute friday happy hour We're just feeling
0: some yummy wine at the seasons 52 here in town and well we're supposed to change the uh time and names to protect the innocent though um, i was going to say we don't actually know the i didn't say which seasons Fifty Two. there's a few in town so true but we also you know so we're really just going to tell the story we're not going to yeah make things up and we actually don't know this woman's name no. so we can't even call her out But yeah, you're right. So it was a Friday night. You and I decided to go have some wine and a little sneaky snack at the bar. Uh And, um, you know, we do this pretty often. And sometimes we get perfectly left alone to do our thing. Yeah. Sometimes very nice people approach us and start conversation. Sometimes you get the drunk ass who just dive bombs the night. So
1: I got to the bar first. Yeah. And I sat down and was so lucky to score. Like, some of the last two bar stools together immediately was, like, waiting on one more. So, (laughs) can you put down another glass glass of of water water so I'm not, like, holding two bar stools down? Which is awkward. These two women next to me are just chit-chatting up a storm. And I am enjoying my Pinot Noir. I am enjoying listening to them. I take a quick IG photo for my stories, like... Happy Friday to everybody, especially the very drunk ladies next to us. And they're just having this conversation where you know that they've been drinking. Like, you can kind of tell. Like, Mm -hmm. the conversation is just a little – Saucy. Saucy. It's off topic. They're a little loud. So loud. There's
0: some obvious slurring going
1: on. Yeah. So you got in and I was like, hi, welcome to the party. The women next to us are drunk. And the more I listen to them, I actually don't think they know each other. I think that they are two women that happen to go out and have a drink – Sit next to each other and now that do it, they're doing the thing of like, you don't even know. You
0: don't even know. Is he, he even right? know me. Does he respect, respect you? you though? Does he, he respect? You? Yeah, yeah. So you and I are like, ooh, dinner a show. <laughs> yes, you know, because for free, and especially because we we weren't sure if they were together or not. So it's like a couple of drunk ladies. Yeah, and we're kind of next to look, a couple of ladies that were they were drunk. <laughs> everyone has seen someone just show their ass at the bar. Yeah, being overly intoxicated, and as long as no nobody's being harmed. It's fun. And you can't not watch. You You gotta watch. watch. So we're trying to be polite, you know, have our wine and our little appetizers, but we're fully like one ear to the side. One ear in. Paying attention to the drunkasode happening next to us.
1: And it starts to become very clear, like I mentioned, that the women aren't together. Right. You know, at one point in time, the woman next to me, woman A, gets up to go to the bathroom and woman B kind of looks at me in the eye and I was like, oh, and she was like, I don't know her. Yeah, she kind of had
0: that, like, help look. Yeah,
1: I was like, oh, you're being so nice. Like, I get it. Sometimes you're sucked into a conversation. And she was like, I don't want this. And I was like, oh, okay. So then she starts a conversation with another woman at the bar. And then Woman A comes back and is definitely – we can tell – I've seen her grab her second drink since I've been there. Yeah. And she's just getting drunk and drunk. And we (laughs) watch her and her phone – tell Surrey to call, like, somebody. Yeah. It's not working, and we're both like, oh, God, this is so sad. She finally makes a, a couple drunk voicemails, and you're like, oh, it's 6. And, like, this is for yeah. 11 o'clock at night kind of activities. Right. But it's 6 o'clock, and we're all like, oh,
0: some people aren't even done with work yeah. yet. So once we are able to figure out this woman is there by herself – What we both start to notice is she grabs like her wallet and her keys and puts them on the bar looking like she wants to get her tab. Yeah. And like we said, Woman B has peaced out of the situation at this point. She's not into this anymore. Then woman A, while she's kind of in the process of finishing her wine and everything, she definitely is wanting to talk. So she's starting to eyeball us and she taps Erica on the shoulder. AKA slaps. Several, yeah. <laughs> she she thought she was tapping, yeah. but her motor skills were a little, a little off. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so she asks us some questions and you and I were trying to, you know, be kind. Exactly. and Never want to be
1: rude to somebody at the
0: bar if they're trying to be kind. And I'll I'll also say she probably seemed in her early 60s. Yes. so, So much older than us. So, and I want to stop and say too, I don't think there's anything wrong with going to the bar by yourself. No. I do it. And I have no problem with that. I like to go to the bar by myself. I like to sit alone, have a drink, do my own thing. You know, of course when I'm alone I have to monitor myself so that I'm safe. So I'm not judging this woman in any way for coming to the bar by herself. Um, Now when I'm out by myself I don't want to talk to anybody. But some people do go out by themselves and want to chat. Yeah. So she definitely wanted to chat. So she slacks you on the shoulder. And so we, you know, talked to her for a little while and you just can't make conversation with this woman. She's so far gone. She was far gone. She was starting to get
1: aggressive. You know, she definitely has some things that she's been working through in her own life that um, she projected that we had no understanding of. And it was just getting to the point where it was difficult to conversate with her. Mm -hmm. Um, We both recognized she wasn't just slurring words. She couldn't say words. She kept trying to say turnpike, but it said
0: Turkey. turkey. And I was like, oh, I'm not letting you drive on the turkey, well, But man. she's got her keys in her hand. and So yeah. I, I realized at this point, you know, my heart was really going out to her because I started to wonder, is she someone that goes to the bar and gabs or is she somebody that's really lonely? Yeah. And like my heartstrings start getting tugged. Oh, tongued. you know
1: I... Totally. Well, and I we'll knew, give the
0: wallet up and cry and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard for me. But then it became really clear to us that she intended on driving yep. really soon. So we had this dilemma. And that's what we continue to talk about this week is what are what was the right thing to do and what were we in the right to yeah. do because we did wind up causing a scene.
1: Um, you know, it wasn't... Not like a crazy scene. Not a crazy scene by any means. Or I don't want you guys to think that, like, the 80 patrons in the bar, like, turned to look. No. But, you know, we had a heated discussion with this woman, you know. She was being very combative towards the end of our conversation. And we kind of were like, listen, um, I've asked... And I had to say to her, I've asked you a couple of times to stop hitting me. Mm -hmm. and, And please stop touching me. She didn't listen to that. So that was already step one of, like, you're not here. Yeah. And then... After a while, we had to say, like, listen, you know what? Actually, this isn't fun. We're sorry, but you are—you appear to be very inebriated, inebriated, and
0: you shouldn't drive. What can we do? Can we buy you an Uber? And we offered, which I, I tried to do very sincerely yeah. because, you know, I know that it's rude to call someone inebriated, mm-hmm. you know, or to insinuate that they're inebriated, you know, especially a woman. And so I was—I was trying to be tactful. What we started saying, like, hey, you know what's so smart ride share services. Uberings are great. Yeah. And she kept going, yes, when you've had too much and you know, everyone has to know their limit. And when you've had she goes, I've Ubered seven times. Yeah. And she's going off and she goes, and it costs three hundred dollars each time. And and we we're like, where do you live? <laughs> you, well and she kept talking about how she used to live close, but now she lives far away. Yeah. And so, you know, she was really Keys in hand going, oh, I know when to Uber myself. So we were trying to very tactfully say, actually, now, like, I don't know how to explain to you, but. You can't speak. Use your motor skills. Yeah. So I just don't think She couldn't even put on would, a pair of glasses. No, she, or first of all, she could. She had forgotten her own glasses. So the bartender gave her a pair of readers because there was a whole dilemma with her trying yes. to order an appy. We don't need to go there. No, but she couldn't even but put on
1: a pair of glasses She couldn't get them on her face. So like, like there was like already
0: a lot of clues and cues that were saying like, this woman should not operate a car. It was, yeah, she clearly should not be operating in a motor vehicle. And she kept saying, I'm fine. I can take care of myself. And so that's when Erica and I put the gloves down and said, we don't actually care about you. We care about everybody else yep. on the road. There are families on the road. Yep. There are people that do not deserve you driving next to them. So exactly. that's where things started to ratchet up.
1: Yeah. And I think she, my favorite part was when she, you know, proudly exclaimed, she was fine. She could drive. She had 140 IQ. To
0: which <laughs> Erica I s- Jarvis, turned around and said, well, I got 150, but I wouldn't drive if I were you still. <laughs> yep.
1: Oh, you were like, do you know your IQ? I was like, no, but like, Erica's thrown down at this point. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: I your <laughs> IQ does not matter, right? And I was like, Erica, you're, are you really one fifty? You're like, I don't fucking know, but I had to top her. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, Tip we start dad, we start making eyes of the bartender. At this point, yes, and it turns out, thankfully, they had already had eyes on this situation, and, and she'd and been in a, a couple of times before.
1: Right, and they were used to her. They were used to her, and you know, it was very clear that they did not over serve her at yeah, all they and said- that is something that we found out but either she comes in from a different bar or she's on some kind of medication uh-huh. but the manager came over quite a couple times, a couple times and they asked if they could call her or get a taxi taxi vouchers whatever and we saw her kind of storm away from us she did not love us in the end of this nope, but she didn't. we watched the manager kind of hang out with her in the lobby of the restaurant for almost half an hour. we yeah. To the point where we were like, we got to order another glass because, like, I'm not walking by her. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I don't want to be on the roads when she is. But that's what I said. I was like, tell me which way you're turning left or right. I'm going the other way if you're driving.
0: I believe strongly that they eventually probably yeah. intervened and at least got her in a taxi voucher situation to get home. Yeah. But, you know, after after it and after it kind of settled down and you and I got home ourselves, we really talked about, like, what is your responsibility Yeah. in a situation like that, you know? I love that ABC, like, Friday night show, What Would You Do with oh, John Quinone Hayes. Yes. And I, even after she left, I said to you, like, where are the cameras? Oh, Like, yeah. when is John Quinone Hayes coming out? Because I feel like we were in one of those situations of, like, being – our morals being tested. Yes. You know, we could have sat back and done nothing. We could have let her pay that bill, watch her stumble out of there and get on the roads and cross our fingers and hope for the best. But we intervened. Yeah. Now, I feel like there are some situations where other patrons, it's not their business to intervene. Yeah. And where were we in the line? Uh Uh-huh. I I want to believe in my heart that, like, we just both knew that there was a major safety factor for her and countless others on the road and that we tried to do the right thing. Yeah.
1: We were in a busy part of town.
0: We were in a very busy part of town. sober
1: on a two o'clock
0: on a Wednesday… Accidents happen. It was a happy Friday night though. Their and cars are I, everywhere. It's crazy. I was like, she's
1: not even gonna get out of her parking space. So I, like, I she, hope she's not
0: parked next to me and
1: damages my car. I don't think she can get off that bar stool. Really? She really couldn't. And I agree. Like, where um are you in the right and when are you in the wrong to say something? And I all I just think that like you're never in the wrong if you're concerned about someone's safety and the safety of others. Yeah, it's uncomfortable yeah. and it sucks. And this woman is mad and she might be thinking, she was screw really those mad. bitches for the next couple of weeks, but I don't care if she got home safe. And other... You mean, you don't care, comma, as it, long, as, 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 long as, yeah. as she got home yeah. safe. Yeah. And so, I think that that's where it's, it's okay, it's not comfortable to be in the right with this. Yeah. It's not fun. But, but like, we wouldn't have been. We would have thought about the situation and wondered,
0: and like searched the news. I probably would have gotten up and days. looked in the morning, and if I had seen an accident close to that intersection or anywhere in the Sand Lake area or on the turnpike, I felt so bad. Yeah, I'm not sure that I would ever stop feeling like there's something else I could have done about it. Yeah. Um. I. But you know, like. Is it a good Samaritan type responsibility? You know, like the law Uh that caught the Seinfeld cast up in the end? Is it like, like you have to. I think so. And like, where does your karma sit if you don't step in when you know somebody cannot drive? Yeah. And you know, there have been times where there's a couple and like you watch that go down where, you know, one of the couple is really drunk and insisting on driving and there's the other one that you can tell is at least more sober who's trying to insist and it's like... I feel like in those situations, you can't follow a couple out to their car. You've got to hope that they get out there and make the best decision and try to talk them and make sure, like get them to promise you, pinky swear you, that they're making the right decision. But, and I I was also thinking about this. What would we have, now this woman was, like I said, in her 60s and she was shorter than both of us. So if we had to, we could have tackled her. Sure. (laughs) What if it were a 300 pound, six foot man? who was that inebriated, that aggressive with us, and then picked up his keys and wanted to leave. What do you think you and I could have done? Or what What do you think we would have attempted to do with a person of that stature? I most certainly would have gotten a manager involved much sure. sooner. Well, yes. Well, first of all, if he had been aggressive in conversation yeah. that way with us, I think we would have called the bartender. Or we would have switched. Here's the thing, though. Would we have switched seats and forgotten about it and stopped making it our problem. Whereas in a way, we kind of, we both knew we had to take responsibility for this woman. Yeah. And so we couldn't leave her. We couldn't walk away from her. We had to know that it was resolved. Would we have just, a, if it was again, like an aggressive man, would we have gotten ourselves out of the situation what before a, yeah. we thought through and through, he's gonna drive and potentially could hurt others?
1: Probably would have found a different spot at the bar, moved down. And then grab the manager and just be like, just so you know he's been aggressive,
0: maybe me comfortable. I'm pretty confident he's drunk. Yeah. And you know what? In that situation, most likely they may have had to call an authority rather than, sure. you know, the manager that was there, I think he was able to handle it. But if he oh, was yeah. going to barrel out those doors and get in a car, they may have had to call the authorities to come stop Probably. him. And, you know, it could have been, you know, public drunkenness or and reckless they, behavior. Yeah, but you have to think about that too. Then they have to also protect their butt that they didn't over
1: serve them. There's a lot of things that come into play with this. Like we mentioned, yeah. the woman, when we said something to her, she was like muttering to herself, I've only had two drinks. And that's when the bartender came over and said, she's only had a drink and a half. And she was like, we know she can't have more than this. And I thought, then she comes in from another bar yeah. or she's on some kind of medication she should she's never drink on. And so yes in her 140 IQ brain she's barely had two drinks but no she she looked like she had eight. Oh,
0: what? Well, yeah, and her body type was oh, she was little. very petite. You know, I thought that she must have been on glass five when I joined you. Yeah, same. That's and, how she was behaving. You know, when the bartender confirmed, no, we've only served her two, and she didn't finish the second one. For a second, I was like, wow, have I could? You know, have, have I had too much? Have yeah, I, am I crazy? Com- I- have I completely misjudged this situation? Yeah, um, but no, we we most certainly whether or not she was intoxicated by alcohol, she was. Certainly inebriated by something and yeah you know I I am proud of us I wish that I wish more so than anything that we had some sort of like therapy words that we could have used to uh diffuse the bomb in her before she got upset at us and I wish I could I wish she would have agreed to let us buy her an uber home and that be that and we could have made – we wouldn't have had to make the scene. I would have been so much happier if she would have agreed. I'd write under the table, what's your address, ma'am? Ordered who that, her that Uber, walked her to it outside, put her in that car, and just felt yeah, better about it. Coulda, have, shoulda, have, woulda, have, but you – But, you know, she stopped yeah. that from happening. Of course. In a perfect world, I wish that's how that had gone down. I,
1: I hear you. I think, you know, thinking about, like, the right kind of therapized words and stuff is a little difficult.
0: Sure. She's and I get so that hindsight. She's so gone. Hindsight. Oh, she And was. I hear what you, you're
1: saying, but – I look forward to that perfect world where you can just like offer up an Uber to somebody and like, "Thank you so much, I appreciate you." Like, good looking out. Look, I'm not. I'm not turning down for Ubers. I'm
0: never going to turn if down someone, a free if Uber. If I'm wasted at a bar, and my car is outside, and someone says like, "Girl, I'll get you an Uber if you just get yourself back in the morning," I'm probably going to be like, "Thank mm-hmm. you, thanks." Oh great, let's take a shot before I go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now I'm partying. Like now, it is on. <laughs> What's that Uber twenty minutes away? Shut! 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 shut, shut, shut. All right, so we had to share that story. It's like just one of those oddball happy hours. What would you do yeah, kind of scenarios.
1: Exactly. Um you guys, are we the only one that have these crazy kind of happy hour stories? Yeah. We can't be alone, right? No. Like Y'all must have something out there, so definitely make sure you send us messages. What would you have done in this situation? Leave us a comment on our latest Instagram and tell us your craziest stories. From when your did happy you hours. buy someone an Uber?
0: When did, did someone have to buy an Uber for, for you? you? <laughs> yeah, we want to know all of those. Exactly. Um, we're gonna be back next week, yeah, with another happy hour rewind. And fingers crossed for more crazy stories from the bar. It's inevitable, really. I think so. Um, you guys, we're so sorry we missed you at the bar this week. but yeah, but now you're caught up on everything that you missed. You are, and until you hear from us again, do not forget. Be kind. And rewind. Bye. Bye, see you at the bar. See you next week, y'all.